Now you're feeling isolated in these difficult times. Haston can help. We are the market leader in high-speed communications technology. 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 Uh, Anyway, we have combined the latest in high-speed watercolour production by our indentured pixie artists with the fastest carrier pigeons that money can buy to provide you with a near-instantaneous, almost-accurate and pseudo-real-time messaging service that will make you feel like you're in the very same room as your correspondence, albeit a very, very large room. From swapping potion recipes to plotting world domination with your fellow Dark Lords, communications that would normally take days will take a mere several hours. Amazing! It says here that their frame rate tops out at a whopping nine frames a week! We really are living in the future. Hasten, enabling collaboration since the third conjunction. All the tabletop roleplay news We aim to amuse and we aim to enthuse And Morris is unofficial Tabletop RPG Hello, 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 and welcome to Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG talk. I am Russ, aka Morris, or Morris, aka Russ, and with me this week is... Peace Coffee from the Southampton Guild Players. Russ has other, it is a complete pleasure to be here. I'm very excited to be talking about the RPG news this week. Excellent. I don't know what it is, but I'm very excited about it. <laughs> we are guestless. Guestless? Guestless. Uh, well, 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 well. Is that a word? Guestless this week. Yes, we are sans guest, as it might be put in French, if I knew the French word for guest. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, probably, it's probably guest. Or geist. No, no, it's probably not geist. I thought it was geist. <laughs> geist? No, that's German. Ghost. No, nobody knows. We, 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 are, we are sadly, in this case, monolingual. <laughs> if, if only there was some way to find out as we sit here in front of our computer. If only. Alas. <laughs> but there is no way to find out, and nobody will ever know what the French word for guest is. Um, and if you do know the French word for guest, then please feel free to write to us the next late time. Um, <laughs> a detailed conversation guide at morris.podcast.gmail.com. <laughs> oh, I'm looking, to, looking forward to that. We are guests, however. I don't even know what a guest is anymore, anyway. Well, it'd probably be guest, I don't know. Yes, but in these times, in these, these COVID times, which seem to be getting worse and worse again, I think yes. the possibility of me having some kind of guest in this house any time in the next few months is vanishingly rare. It, it does seem likely, which is a shame, because Hudson is looking extra adorable, um, as, is, as is his want. Um, and that is uh, the sort of working in a medical profession uh, and being called into work has meant that we are... Sadly, not able to get our regularly scheduled, our scheduled guest in. So we are going to have to go and do it old style. Do it like the OG podcast and talk about whatever it is that occurs to us to talk about because we are totally professional in every way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you know anyone has ever used the word professional when talking about us before? Only with the prefix un. <laughs> um, possibly ejected massively. <laughs> Unbelievably, we're unbelievable. That's what we are. It's certainly incredible. <laughs> in the sense that I do not credit it. 
I do. Indeed, indeed. All right. We digress. Let's do some news. Let's do well, some I, su- I suppose it's a bold strategy, but we could actually try to get into the news with less than 10 minutes of Brandon banter beforehand. Would you like to do G.I. Joe Transformers or My Little Pony? Russ, you are aware this is an RPG podcast. Yes. Okay, then. And therein lies the rub. Ah, for in that sleep of death, who knows what dreams they come. Wait, no, that's that's something different. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I am talking about... So do you remember last week we talked about the Power Rangers tabletop RPG? So it was yeah. coming, coming in 2021 from Renegade Game Studios and Hasbro. Powered yes. by D&D 5th Edition. Indeed. And there was okay. also talk of, I think, a My Little Pony one as well. Well, they mentioned in the press release, but they hadn't no. confirmed specifically uh, that they were making... You have details confirmed! Yeah. They were uh, making G.I. Joe... Yes. My Little Pony... Yes. And Transformers... Robots in Disguise. Yes. It's like it's like my childhood all over again, taking me straight back first with that uncannily accurate rendition of me singing it in the playground. <laughs> so, um, focus, focus. So, Renegade, come on. Renegade Game Studios spoke to Forbes. They spoke to Orbs. Forbes. 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 Forbes oh. With an F. Think of what? orbs, but add an F at the end and an E before the S. Forbes. Interesting. Isn't that like a massive financial paper? Yeah, but they cover lots of other stuff as well. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. So they spoke to uh, Forbes and they confirmed that yes. Yes. Um, the strategy does include G.I. Joe, Transformers and My Little Pony, all Ooh. powered by D&D 5th Edition, and they're all coming in 2021. Like, I'm, I'm getting this... Strong impulse to do a mashup game. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's like, you know, G.I. Joe meets My Little Pony. Well, you can also, um, you can also add in Legends of Grey Skull. Nice. Is different that company, different company, but still power. Oh, no, they're doing it by Cortex Prime, aren't they? Legends of Grey Skull. Oh, yeah. you can't do it with that. Yeah. You can do it with the Batman one, though. That's true. Yes. I mean, I'm pretty sure if I do all those terms, Something will come up as a fan fiction story. <laughs> Shall yes. we talk about the uh, uh, Origins Awards? Oh, yes, let's. So they were announced this week. Ooh, exciting. And there was a whole bunch of board games and card games and other games. And yes, yes, None yes, of yes. which we care about. We don't care about nah. any of that stuff because we're an RPG podcast. Yes. But what we do care about is who won the RPG category. Yeah. And the winner of the RPG category was yes. Teens in Space. From oh, sorry, what's that last Renegade one? Teens in Space from Renegade Game Studios, oh, who we I'm were sorry, just I'm talking not getting about. The title. What? I'm not getting the title, what? Teens mean- in Space. Oh, you mean Teens in oh, Space. Okay. <laughs> you see, if you don't pronounce it properly, how are the listeners supposed to know what yeah. we're talking about? Uh, us? I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Have you finished? <laughs> oh. No, not even slightly. You got another two hours of this, mate. Anyway, Teens and Space from Renegade Studios. I can't, I can't do this anymore. 
Official. Morris is on official TikTok. RPG talk. He's to finish up this episode because Russ has lost a will to live. <sighs> so Jesus Place is yes. by Renegade Game Studios, who yeah. we were just talking about, who are going to be making all those games that we were just mentioning. Yes. Which were Transformers and G.I. Joe and Power Rangers. So uh, Teaser in Space, it uses the same system as Kids on Bikes, not fifth edition, which is what these other games they're making are. Uh, And they won the 2020 Origins Award for Best Game. Nice. That's all I can tell you. That is all I can tell you. That's the information. That's the news item. Yeah. I imagine it's probably then quite a similar... Thematically, uh, but lets you do, I don't know, more flight to the navigator than ET. Guys, no, I'm not cool. Right, yes, you want some more news? All gone then, yes. So, Hero Forge, yes, you know, the thing where you make your custom miniatures to order. I, well, unless you want a wheelchair, in which case, or a prosthetic, in which case, you're largely out of luck. Can they yes. not do that yet? No, no, apparently they can't. They can't do wheelchairs, and they can't do any sort of prosthetics. Oh, They'll do you bionics, yeah, bionic limbs, but otherwise, no. Okay. Which is a bit sad, really. Well, anyway, they've just they've launched the version two version now, which means you can now get your miniatures in full color. Yeah, yes, yes. I, I have some cool. I friends who are who went into went heavy on the Kickstarter for that, mm. and have like something like fifty. Wow, <laughs> fifty coloured models in their way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd be super tempted, but I'm like, well, I could just paint them. They're not cheap, though. Do you know how they much they are for just for one plastic mini, colour plastic mini? Excluding shipping? Excluding shipping? Excluding shipping. Are they $10 a mini? <laughs> Am I lowballing it? Very much. Wow. 25 <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That was that. That listeners was the authentic sound of me being gobstruck. <laughs> how does four, one... Color plastic mini. Yes. How does the uh, the fine price yes. of just forty four dollars and ninety nine cents sound to you? I, I'm afraid I don't wish to mount that old beep machine <laughs> <laughs> in the expletive deleted rant that would inevitably follow a truly authentic and congruent response. Uh. But um, I will I will note that. I previously bought up paying fifty pounds for a, like, you know, a, a really good computer game that I've enjoyed, um, and you know I could buy a fairly decent board game for that amount of money. Um, so no, how about no? <laughs> That's right, you. <laughs> well, if you do have a spare forty-four dollars and ninety-nine cents to spare, and you would like a custom excluding money, shipping, <laughs> excluding shipping, yes. um, you can you can you can design it now on Hero Forge, and it's not just colours; it's also metal, cloth, plastic, and wood and stuff as well. Colours you can get it. Right, yeah, no, the mini's not made out of metal, cloth, plastic. I was going to say, it's printed minis. That'd be amazing. No. <laughs> printed three D. <3D. laughs> Wow, printed 3D wood? What? Uh, no, they, 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 just oh. got, they just got this carpenter there who just whittles them for you. <laughs> Speed whittling. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, I've got to say, that's, 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 wood and minis, that sounds kind of interesting. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, wood coloured. Wood coloured. I.e. brown, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Different shades of brown. Ooh, you can have light or dark. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, that's that. Mm. That, is, that, is, that is the news about that. Oh, okay. So yes. for, 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 the, for the richer people amongst us. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it's a lot 
It's, it depends how many minis you want. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Stargate, the Kickstarter for the Ooh. 5e-powered role-playing games launched. Ooh. Which is rather exciting. I have actually now started watching Stargate. I've never watched Stargate. So actually, first couple of seasons are actually quite good. And even subsequent seasons are not bad. Isn't there like 45 different series, though? There are on the order of 100 episodes of but just the original Stargate Yeah, but there's series. a whole load of different series as well. Mm-hmm. And you've got Stargate Atlantis, to my certain knowledge. And there's, there's more than that. Yeah, almost there's another. There's at least another two. I can't, I can't remember what they are. Um, I've not got that far into my Stargate hole. Um, but certainly, I have learned more uh, explaining why my concept of Stargate uh, RPGs, which would be you go for a portal and explore a different place mm-hmm. and loot its technology and come back, was perhaps not as well received because Stargate has a very definite flavour. So perhaps mm-hmm. I'll need to refine exactly what I mean. Okay. Well, Kickstarter's launched. Mm. Done really rather well. It's done £71,000, which is uh, well coming up to $100,000. And it's still got three weeks to go. And it will cost you, well, only $10 for the digital version, PDF. Mm. That's a good deal. That does sound quite good. $10 for the PDF. Uh, $60 for the hardcover, though. Oh, no, $50 for the hardcover. I'm a liar. $50 for the hardcover. $50 so, for the hardcover. So, so what we're saying is for PDF. $6 extra, you could get a complete role-playing game. Uh, or you could get a... So for $50, you can get a complete role-playing game or a mini in $6 change. Yes. Season shipping. Yeah. Okay, cool. Good chat. <laughs> Glad we got that cleared up. Yeah. Uh, good news for you. There's some good news. There's some good news. Yes. So, Hero Quest. Yes. Apparently... The yes. new one will be available here in the UK. I'm pleased they have deigned to uh, offer it to us. So you can get it via Zavi. Zavi? It's oh. a, a shopping S- website. Oh, shopping. yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they've got a pre-order page for it. Mm-hmm. There's good news and there's bad news. So the good news is... Is it an absolute ton of money? Well, the thing is, you see, it's 149 US dollars in America. Okay. Uh, Guess how many pounds it is? Oh, let's see. $149 in pounds. I can can tell from the way you're doing a calculation that you're going to be wrong. Is 115 pounds. Mm -hmm. So if we said another 30 quid uh, to allow for shipping. um, No, no, not not counting shipping. I'm just like, you know, uh, actually, yeah, if you're buying it wholesale, um, yeah, just the just the RRP, not no shipping. Don't. I, I guess I could be looking at one hundred and forty-five, one hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, well, it's one hundred forty-nine dollars and it's one hundred forty-nine pounds. Mm. Okay, yeah. So it's <laughs> it's like the exchange rate is one to one. Yeah, which is which is which is not. Um, well, that, that aside, anyway. Yeah. So yeah, so we're paying an extra thirty-five pounds for yeah. some reason, and I don't know why, but we are customs. Uh, profit for the redistributor, and there yeah. will be some shipping in there as well. And the no, no, the shipping's be... on top. The shipping's on top. That's the problem. No, no, shipping internally once you're in the UK, though. Or is it shipping from the States here? Because there's going to be some, some costs to get... No, the retailer Zavi presumably has some stock, mm. which they will be selling to us yes. for £149. Yes, but it costs retailer Zavi some money to obtain it. 
mm-hmm. and ship it over here um, in some sort of container. I, I assume they are getting a better rate than we would buy sending it through the post, but that's all going to pay. Well, yeah, I don't think that, I don't think Zavi is reselling, as in drop shipping them. I think they've got stock. Yeah, yeah. I uh, assume. Yeah, yeah, but again, it's like you know, it's it, the, the Atlantic is still quite wide. <laughs> it does still cost money to get things across, so it's not. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's priced where it is because the price I'm working out would be about the price it would take me to get someone else to buy it for me give them the money and also give them the money to post it over to me. So I think they've done those maths, those calculations as well. And they're like, well, you know, rather than put people out, we'll do it this way. I suppose at it least it's on how, I suppose terms. it depends on how much they're charging for shipping. Let's have a look. It's £149. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a, it's no. a meteor box. So I suppose like 10 to 15 quid extra. Pre-order now. Subtitle. Uh, view basket. £149, check out securely. Doesn't say how much shipping is yet. Oh, for goodness sake. Yeah. It still hasn't told me how much shipping is. Uh, uh, well, it, let's say the box weighs about three kilos. Uh, you're probably, you, oh, here we go. UK. Yeah. Uh, 11 99 shipping. Uh, on top of on top of the uh, on top of the 149. Yeah. That's probably using a courier. And again, yeah. To, to be fair, it's like these are not, I think, terrible prices, unfortunately. They, they seem reasonable. Not to me, they don't. It's a lot of money, but it's <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I mean, if you can do let's it cheaper, move, move on I this. encourage you to do so. Let's move on for this. I can't do it at all, let alone cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> well, I has both. Send me a whole load of hero quest boxes. I'll sell them. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't work like that. <laughs> I don't know. Does it? Oh, sorry. Anyway, on. <laughs> anyway. but, but yes, you can you can get it. So what's that? That's uh, hundred and sixty-two pounds. You can get yourself a copy of HeroQuest. Mm-hmm. Well, I must say, eBay is starting to look a bit more attractive now. <laughs> anyway, yes. Anyway, uh, what do you think should happen to Nazi Dracula? Um, steak put into a box and fired into the sun. Fired into the sun? That's difficult. Mm. I mean, a steak to put into the box, I can get. Fired into the sun? How are you going to do that? Well, what you probably need to do is you need to sort out a uh, suitable uh, delivery device, like yes. a rocket. <laughs> this it. is not going to be cheap. Well, what can I say? <laughs> it's Nazi Dracula, Russ. <laughs> Let's not cut costs. <laughs> Nazi Dracula? Yes. Who, according to the title of this game, yes. must die. Seems to do. Uh, That's something everyone a, can get behind. Uh, I think so, yeah. yeah. It's a 5e-powered World War II campaign setting. Oh, that would explain the chap with the bagpipes. What? What chap with the bagpipes? I assume you're looking at the cover of the game. I'm looking at a picture at the moment. There's no yeah. Bag- yes, there is. There's a chap with bagpipes. Well, I'm going to look at a different picture then. Well, the picture I'm looking at. If, you're going, if they're going to have more than one piece of art, then I don't know what we're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's bagpipes on that one. Oh, yeah, there is a man with bagpipes. Yeah, that is a reference to Mad Jack Churchill, who was a World War II officer who got highly decorated uh, and fought in the Berlin Rebellion, Second World War, Palestine, and was famous for things like um, 
taking out uh, Nazi soldiers using a bow. Bagpipes. Oh. No. Play bagpipes to keep up morale. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could probably kill people by playing bagpipes. Uh, you can certainly drive them away, and that's very effective <laughs> as well. Uh, yeah, and took a claymore into battle. It, w- it was a different time. It was a different mm. time. It was like, I wouldn't take a claymore into battle, but I'm not Mad Jack Churchill, and clearly it worked for him. Fair enough. Well, anyway, we're having um, one of the designers of this game on the show in a couple of weeks, so we don't need Ooh. to dive into it in too much detail now, otherwise we won't have anything to talk about then. That's true. Uh, yeah. Which would be a shame. Yeah. But, yeah. That, would be, that would be terrible. That, that would be very sad. But yeah, um, I'm also quite liking the sort of the proto-Captain America person on the front. Uh, yeah. Just like at the kids. Well, they've got, like, they've got a big Captain America-style shield, so I'm just chucking that out there. I think they've probably got, uh, looks like a, I wouldn't say Russian Army sniper. So, oh, that would be Ludmilla. Ludmilla Pavlichenko, that's one. Which is, oh, Ludmilla, yeah, who was a Soviet uh, Army sniper who got, who killed a lot of people. A lot of people. We have to stop talking about it, otherwise you won't have anything to talk about when they come on. I'm sure that they've got more than just the cover arts talking about (laughs) us. Um, but anyway, that, that, I mean, it's in 5e, so that sounds like a, oh yeah, that sounds like an interesting choice. Um, mm. Certainly popular. Yeah. But the question is, will Nazi Dracula be as good as Dracula from uh, Maleficent Monsters and Mythological Figures? Well, they've got an included adventure. Ooh, nice. But it's for fifth level characters. Oh, yeah. Dracula in Mythological Figures and Maleficent Monsters is CR 23. So you do the maths. Is it likely? Let's see. Um... Has the party had a... Ha, is the party fully resourced? Because I'd calculate it as about 50-50. Um, <laughs> look, I, I'm trying to run through my group Dead in Fae, which is like a classic module of D&D, which has been updated for 5th edition. Okay, and they have ridiculous instructions in that, like, oh yes, this wizard will surrender on the second or third round of combat. I'm like, no. He's going to whack up a wall of ice and surrender immediately. Because if he doesn't, he will not see the second or third round because he will have experienced complete failure to bring enough hit points to the battle. Never right. want to not bring enough hit points to the battle. Okay, he starts off with 60. They got off a shot at him and due to casting shield and having mage armor already, he managed to make it with only 44 uh, hit points lost. So I'm like, okay, well, that that. He, he was quite lucky then, and that's because he rolled well on initiative. If he rolled poorly, and there'd been more than one than looking at him, he would have just been annihilated. Hmm. Yeah. I'm just throwing it out there, Russ. It's oh. like, but they're, they're, they're higher level, but characters can put out a lot of damage. Anyway, I think... We digress. We have finished the news now. The Iron Door to the mighty invincible dungeons of Baraxia. We finally made it. Aye, the journey was long. The days were arduous. And the nights numbered as many as the days. But we stand now at the famed doorway. I guess I should open the door. It seems wise, my muscle-bound friend. (laughs) God! By Jingo, it will not budge. Wizard, I believe your magic is required. Enchant this door ajar, if you will. Mm, certainly. Uh, stand aside. 
It moves. The door is ajar. Wizard, you have done it. Ah, the forces of magic cannot be resisted. Hmm. Could you open it a bit wider? What do you mean? Well, it is open. But I fear you shall ajar a bit too literally, my friend. I cannot squeeze through that crack. Ah. So if you would just cast out a little spell again, I would be most awfully grateful. Um... Something troubles you. What is wrong, my saintly friend? Uh, uh, well, you see... What is it? Alphabet mage. Then you can get back to your spell. Ah, uh, well, the thing is... The thing is what? Uh, well, the thing is... Yes? Uh, I've forgotten it. Forgotten it? Yes. The spell? Yes. The one you just used to open the door? Yes. That you literally just cast ten seconds ago. Yes, and now I've forgotten it. What do you mean you've forgotten it? I mean, I knew it, and then I cast it, and now I've forgotten it. But even I can remember it. I'm just a fighter. It goes, Kazam flying in Nefidar Kazala! Yeah, right. Well, go on then. Ah, dang it, it's gone again. Uh, look, do you, do you need five minutes? Sit down. Commit the words to memory. I mean, it's only four words. Uh, I could memorize it again. Yes, right. Memorize. So, so do that then, and we can get moving. Uh, but it will take me eight hours. What? It's Bazam Frank in Ethdar Kazala. It took me three seconds to memorize it. Yes, but it takes me eight hours of rest before I can memorize a spell. It's for Sam Frank in the Kazala. Why can't you just remember that? Now you mention it, it is a bit weird, isn't it? A bit weird. Bloody ridiculous is what it is. What if I suddenly forgot how to swing my sword? It's just the rules of magic. When you memorise a spell, you cast it, and then you forget it. The rules of magic? What rules? Are you sure you're not just making this up? Oh, really? Look, just give me eight hours sleep, and then I'll memorise the spell again, and we can be on our way. Fine. After six weeks of travel, I guess one more night won't matter. Ah, good morning, my stalwart friend and boon companion. So, are you ready now? Have you committed your spell to memory? Yep. All locked and loaded. I awoke early and made sure to memorise the spell. It goes, Bazam, Frank, Inanotar, Oh, crap. What is it? I've forgotten it again. What? I just recited the words and now I've forgotten them. The words are Vazam, Fwang, Inestar, Kazala. Yes, those. They're the ones I've forgotten. I can't believe this. Look, would it help if I write it down for you? you think, wouldn't you? Are you saying we have to spend another eight hours rested? Sorry. Fine. Man, I wish I brought a sorcerer in. Sorcerer? Yeah, she doesn't forget her spells every five minutes. Sorcerers are untrained, undisciplined amateurs who dabble in forces they cannot possibly understand. At least they can remember their spells. Fine, fine. I'll learn it twice this time. Learn it twice? Yes, then once I've cast it once, I'll have forgotten the first one, but I'll still have the second one committed to memory. But the second one is exactly the same as the first one. Right. 
that's that's not how memory works. It's how a wizard's memory works, my friend. Fine. Another eight hours. One good thing about hanging around with a wizard is that you're always well rested. This podcast, Malarkey, is quite good fun. True. We do get to talk to interesting people. They are very interesting, and we've had all sorts. Big names, old and new. But how do we know who to talk to? Well, sometimes our patrons give us suggestions. What, so we try and get the people they want us to talk to on? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a pretty sweet deal. Yeah, and obviously they get the fullest version of the podcast. The fullest? They do? Yeah, yeah, you know, all the funny stories and random jokes and digressions. Really? People are missing out on those? Well, they're not news, are they? Oh, come on, but that's some of my favourite bits. How can you avoid missing out? Ah, well, that's easy. Uh, So just become a perfectly proper podcast patron. Perfectly proper podcast patron? What? How? Well, you head along to patreon.com slash morris and subscribe there. Oh, well, how much does that cost? $50 a month? You'd think. I mean, it's certainly worth $50 a month, but uh, just a dollar. Is it? Mate, that's like 25 cents an episode. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Ah, patreon.com.morris. M-O-R-R-U-S. M-O-R-R-U-S. Cheers. I'll check that out. Well, I mean, I, my, my bit of news has been that Border Gate 3 has come out and um, I have been gifted a copy. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. I've been playing it. Um, it's quite tricky because it's sort of like, it's not, and at the same time, it's d and I've played about 45 minutes of it, so I saw the early access oh. was out. It, it, you, I, managed, you managed to open it up and load it. You so I saw it was out and it included Max, which is what I have. So yes. I bought it. I bought it off Steam. Yes. Downloaded it, which took ages. I saw that on your Twitter. I was like, "Yay!" Installed it. it. Yes. And then when I tried to launch it, it, I just got this error message. And guess which error it was? Mm, incompatible with Max. Unknown error. The best Unknown error. error. Unknown <laughs> error. The best error. And I looked at the help Something's pages. Something's gone wrong. We don't know what it is. I looked at the help pages, and they said, "Let us know which error it is." And I'm like, right, it's the unknown one. Okay. Mm. So um, someone suggested that um, I could just get a refund and try it on Stadia instead. Mm. So I've never tried Stadia before. So I Wasn't got a refund. good friend Shane Stacks? Do what? Sorry? Was that Shane or Daryl? Daryl, they suggested that. I don't know who suggested it, actually. Yeah, I remember you. I remember being in conversation with you and them, and you were like, Stadia, aha. Well, somebody did. Somebody, so, 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 somebody, somebody smarter than both of us. Because yeah. I think Sadia, I think, what is that? Is that like sort of you play a game for your TV or something? Uh, I well, I, I was doing it with a computer, so you play it through a browser. Oh, okay. Um, so, but the browser goes full screen, so you haven't got all the browser surround or anything. Oh, but, um, so you've got to use Google Chrome. Yes. And you log on to Stadia, and you don't have to download or install the game. Mm-hmm. You just literally pay for it and then start playing it. So I was basically mm. playing Baldur's Gate 3 through my browser. Mm. And it, I was like really amazed. It worked really well. I mean, when you do huh. it like that, so the resolution... I, I'd expect it to be really slow and ugly. So no, it was okay. So the resolution no. wasn't what I'm used to. No. But it wasn't 
so terrible that I couldn't play it. It was, it was yeah. fine. It was fine. It wasn't Pixel City population your face. Yeah. And given yeah. the fact that my, my computer is like three or four years old anyway, I doubt I'd exactly be running the game at full res anyway, would I? So. Oh, okay. But, um, and, vo- and occasionally it will stutter a little bit. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, it doesn't, and it's fine. Oh, and basically, I think if you can stream a movie, yeah, you can stream a game because basically all you're streaming mm. is the image, aren't you? The rest of it is it's been powered elsewhere, as, as I understand it. Huh. I guess. Oh, um, it is. It, it's more of the dark magical arts, which consists of modern necromancy. And, and whilst people maybe understand that, it's not me. Uh, but I thoroughly <laughs> approve of all these changes. Great times. So I played about 45 minutes of it. You played way more than that, haven't you? Uh, maybe 46 minutes. 47 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I might have got an hour and a half. Uh, yeah, I got, I got quite far along. I didn't die, uh, unlike Jess. Haha. <laughs> I, um, I died. I died on my first time. Really? I got set on fire, and I couldn't work out how to not be on fire, then I died. Mm, mm, mm. It turns out you have to roll around in a blood patch. Mm, interesting. Yes. I will bear that in mind for the next time I'm foolish enough to set myself on fire. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. It's, it's, you know, it worked fine. Um, is Had you the tried not options standing little... in the fire? Yes, there's that as well. Uh, that's, a, that's a strong point. So the character yes. options were a bit limited at first. Yes, yes. They were pretty limited, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it is an early access thing. It defaulted to a high elf cleric for me or something like that. I was like, um, I'm not playing a high elf cleric. Oh, and I had a few choices. Uh, what what did they end up being? Elf. Fighter, yeah. Mm, no, I went ranger, actually. No, I went ranger. What am I talking about? Did ranger. you go for a ranger? Yeah. I went for an elf ranger. Yeah. I was playing with elf ranger. Wow. Great minds. What do you think like? Amazing. Uh, Unfortunately, what it wasn't doing was the new level up ranger, which is way more exciting. I haven't seen the new level up ranger, so I, I have no comment at the time. I've seen uh, Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it was good. It's got, it's got all the right bits and pieces which I'm I'm liking mm. I did notice that I had to have Arcana as well my skills mm-hmm. um, which I was like okay well that's a, that is a little bit weird I didn't notice that oh well I, I noticed that because I'm like I very quickly went through character creation I didn't really pay much attention and turned bah, 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 right, let's go so well I was just trying it just to see if it would work I wasn't really oh no that's fair enough yeah I'll quickly you I was working on my PC version so I was mm. like the first thing I did was I actually listened to the music, okay. which I know is very, it sounds like a very strange thing to do. It is a bit of a weird thing to do, yeah. No, no, I fully confess, but uh, Divinity Original Sin 2, one of the things that really takes my breath away about that game is beautiful music, because it's just like soaring and orchestral and majestic, and words do not readily describe <laughs> the sound of that music. Um, whereas I'm um, like listening to the opening introduction scenes, because I quite like watching the introductions to video games because it's like, yeah, it helps me get in there. I, I, I never watch them. In, in which case, that's, that, that's on you. Um, in my opinion... You and Jess would get along very if I, well. If, if, I wa- if I wanted to watch a movie, I would watch a movie by a proper movie director with proper actors who are good at it. I just was interested in what I'm supposed to know before I start in case it becomes relevant to some sort of role-playing game that I'm playing. Um, oh, Monty, you're so soggy. Sorry, I have a soggy cat trying to molest me. Um, anyway, so I'm listening to the music, and yeah, it's uh, it starts off sort of like 80s Conan. Not like the recent remake, 
like which was I say recent, I mean within the last ten years. Mm. Um look, cat. There's a cat. I he's, see. He's super happy to be there. Um and it went from that like you know, the all the big drums and like the uh, very serious martial music and then it sort of switched most slightly into the 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 more pipe and very beautiful music, but it blended the two together. And yeah, I mean, quite frankly, it's like it's an extra character in the game, the music, and gives you so much direction. Um, it's definitely some of the best music um, I've heard in computer games. Quite a lot of the time, I find music in computer games very distracting and will switch it off. I prefer it when the movie is 8-bit. 8-bit music is... Uh... If all computer games went back to 8-bit music, we'd be, we'd be sorted. Uh, I, I see. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what you're saying. That's, that's fair enough. It's a valid choice. And you can definitely get some good 8-bit tunes. But yeah, so that was the first one I did. And that was, that was pretty awesome. But yeah, it's, like, it's very D&D in the sense that it's like really sandboxy you can explore. Um, did you get an opportunity to push somebody off something? Uh, no. Well, I, I guess I had the opportunity to, but I didn't take the opportunity. That's an opportunity missed. Mm. Because shoving, thing, shoving people off things is one of my favourite things to do in D&D. It's like, ah, they have sitting cautiously close to an edge. And I must move my character around. Next time, next time we're walking along, Sam, remind me to make sure you're on the curb side. And not <laughs> That's legit. You really should think about that sort of thing. <laughs> Just kind of like, ooh. <laughs> Quick shop, <sharp>, yeah. <laughs> oh, some stairs, Peter. Yeah, why don't you go down them first? <laughs> uh, I was going to say, let the train take the train. So overall, overall, what was your opinion on, on, on it then? On Baldur's oh, Gate 3? I'm really enjoying it. And like, I'm not, I, was, I wasn't sure I would. If I hadn't been given it as a gift, I wouldn't have bought it mm. because 50 quid, mm. 50 quid. It's like, wow, that is a lot of money for a game for me because I play solely on PC. Mm. So I, I really get sticker shock when faced with console prices. Mm. Um, like that's a big barrier to entry to me to getting a console. It's like they would expect me to pay, I don't know, 60, 80 dollars for their games. I'm like, no, mm. don't want to. Uh, normally I'd wait, but I'd say, it was gifts from someone who was um, both very impatient and very fond of me. Um, and yeah, like the... I'm already sort of hooked by the story. Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm really into it. I'm really into how the characters are like talking to each other. The characterization is just leaping off the screen at me. It's, it's pretty fantastic. It's quite gory. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like... Um, Pushing brains and stuff. It's got a real alien vibe, especially, at least in that start bit. I don't know what happens later on. Uh, and yeah, it's like, uh, I'm not, I, I need to set up a rogue and give that a go because I'm very fond of rogues. Mm. Uh, but what I don't understand is if crouch is, if hiding, right, is a bonus action, which it is in this, there and disengaging, which you do by jumping, which I quite like because you do like this. <laughs> Two-footed hero jump. I was like, sure, it's great for exploring, but <laughs> what is what is happening? Um, so you get a free disengage, you get a free hiding. That's like, well, that sort of devalues the rope because their bonus action, their cunning action, them too, is the 
they think I used a hide and well, maybe dash. they did something else then. I guess, but what are they adding to a class to make uh-huh. it? I don't know. So I, I'm going to try and find out. Well, I am going to try and find out. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah, uh, I've got I've got a variety of different things, and I think the only one I couldn't play was that they didn't have human fighter, which I was a bit disappointed about because so they did have humans. Sorry. You played the demo or the whatever of Magister Solasta Solasta Cloud Crown of the Magister, didn't you? I so did, how, yes. how do the two compare? Oh, that is a really good question. Um, I really love them both mm. uh, because they have such strong three-dimensional exploration. Like, there's a lot of depth to the game. There's like some parts where if you do the right things, you'll be able to destroy the scenery and access an area that you would not be able to otherwise access, mm-hmm. which I know is a super helpful, super helpful way to describe it. Uh, it's like, well, so what? But it's like, it's got that, that it's really brings things into the third dimension, mm-hmm. which, you know, I really enjoy. Um, so, uh, Celeste probably has a tighter implementation at this time of the fifth edition warp set, which mm-hmm. I really like because it helps me know how, it helps me know what to expect. I know more what's going on. Mm. The Baldur's Gate 3 ha- feels like it's freer, if that sense. Mm. It feels like you can do more exploration because you can jump. I've never been in a video game, like an action RPG like this, where my character has been able to jump from place to place. I thought like, you were going to say then you've never played a video game where, where you can jump, which is mainly all uh, oh, video oh. games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, action RPGs are notorious. You can't jump in them. Like, you'd never be able to jump in Diablo. Uh, I think Gauntlet had one, but you could only jump in specified places. But, yeah, like, for me, there's probably loads of counter-examples. And, again, uh, you should write in and tell us all about them at Morris. Yeah, don't be month. fascinated. <laughs> or whatever the opposite of fascinated is. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but, yeah, it's, like, a really, really interesting. I, I like hmm. it. Um, so yeah both, both of these games are really fantastic I love the exploration elements um, I haven't even got halfway through I think the thing that the, the Divinity Engine will really bring to this and will make it a very exciting game is as you alluded to earlier the environment the, uh, they're being blood, they're being fire you can use them to put each other out you can coach weapons in acid in order to shoot, shoot at stuff which, mm. quite frankly, is the sort of thing that my players would be like, oh, yeah, let's do it. But if you must. Um, <laughs> very well, have an extra why, D4 damage. Why wouldn't you, if you can? <laughs> well, because it's really bad for your weapon coaching in acid. <laughs> wow. Well. Takes the edge right off it. Wow. Well. Yeah, um, yeah there's, a, there's some early access things, so the graphics aren't as polished as you'd expect, but it's going to be a very pretty game. So in terms mm. of in terms of prettiness, uh, Baldur's Gate 3 is... I'm pretty sure going to take the lead. Mm-hmm. But again, not everyone likes that sort of hyper detailed thing. And I really like the aesthetic of Celeste. So, I mean, I'm going to play both of these games quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I really like them both. Um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing more. Uh, but I reckon Baldur's Gate 3 is going to be in early access for a year, which is going to be a lot of people sorting out bugs. Hmm. Um, bugs I have seen people complain about is apparently uh, you know, they keep rolling wands I'm like well that's that's more of a feature than a bug background 
Wasn't that what happened in my Roll20 game last night? <laughs> yeah, basically. Was Did like I your... roll like three ones in a row or something? Yeah, yeah something like actually. You were, you were basically bouncing along the bottom of the trunk. <laughs> <as you could. laughs> You did a bit, I mean, you did actually pass your first thievery check in, what's it, four sessions? So that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Playing the Extinction Curse in Pathfinder 2nd Edition, because has previously alluded to, I have no idea how to play the game. Um, And as has become evident, I'm I'm not really picking it up very quickly. (laughs) Doing all right. Yeah. I I mean, to be fair, I've got the character sheet built. I'm like, well, I just walk up to them and whack them with a gnomish flick mace. Which I'm, which due to unfortunate kerning, um, is being pronounced differently by some people. <laughs> well, it's just, it's just <laughs> the L and the I. I agree, are very close together. It's unfortunate. It's a gnomish mace, should we just say? It's a gnomish. <laughs> but the flicking is so important. You have to flick it to get that that full uh, cannonball end of a chain. Yeah, flick it. Do you? Is that what you have to do? You have to flick it. Uh, you have to flick it to flick them. <laughs> uh, I flick them right up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it's yeah, it's good old name flick base, as I say. Um, yeah, uh, I don't really know what I'm doing with it, but I'm enjoying it all the same. Who's on next week, Russ? Wouldn't you like to know? Well, yes, that's that's literally <laughs> why I asked. All right, then I'll tell you then. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so uh, remember, we mentioned earlier in the show we mentioned Nazi Dracula must die. We did, and how we should send Nazi Dracula into Senate. Yes. Uh, so, from the team that's bringing us that game, we have yes. Justice Armin, who is coming on next <sighs> week to talk to us all about Nazi Dracula and why he must die. I mean, I thought the reasons were self-explanatory. Yes, but I don't really need to know why he must die. It's going to be a short he's, issue, he's, but... He's an Nazi and he's Dracula, it kind of... Yeah, that's all you need to know, isn't it? <laughs> it is, it's like, yeah, the, 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 this is an acceptable bad guy for all the family. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but until then, until next yeah. week, thank yeah. you everybody for listening. Yes, um, it's been an absolute pleasure to have been here and been recording with you. So goodbye from me, Russ. It's goodbye from me, Peace Coffee, from the Southampton Building World Works. Au revoir. Apparently I now have to read this to you. This is the official podcast of Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG news, which you can find at enworld.org. You can find show notes at morris.podbean.com or wherever you found the podcast. If you feel like they deserve it, you can support the show on Patreon. In return, you will receive exclusive bonus content. Just go to patreon.com slash morris. If you're interested in his babbling nonsense, you can follow at Morris on the Twitter. Send your emails to morrispodcast at gmail.com. Not all of your emails, just the ones you want us to see. Mm, That's it. I'm bored now. You can go away. Shoo, off you go. Goodbye. Get out of here. Learn it twice. Yes, then once I've cast it once, I'll have forgotten the first... Just when he sat out, I just realised how ridiculous the D&D magic system is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know.